0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. If it's the first time you join the show, bienvenue. Um, I want to start with a little story and a piece of advice that I just gave yesterday to a friend of mine, actually a neighbor, Jim, who stopped by my house pretty infuriated because he said his wife was not understanding what he meant uh, when he said, you know, you want to go on a night out with the guys. And then she said, you know, that he spends too much time out with the guys instead of being home with her. Got to an argument. He raises his voice. He said he doesn't like to raise his voice. And then I gave him this advice. And I think that's for all of us. Always try to maintain calm when you communicate. Raising your voice is an aggression and a childish way that never goes anywhere. Don't raise your voice at your partner. Plain and simple. And if you don't know how to communicate, just take a step back and wait to feel better. Or, or, you just call me, 855-905-8255, and we'll talk about it. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sheila.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight?
2: Uh, okay, so my boyfriend and I have been together for 11 years, um, and we decided very early on in our relationship, um, actually on our first date, that we both did not want to do marriage. So okay. now, I mean, we've been committed. It's 11 years later, um, and mm-hmm. I have changed my view on the topic. Um, and, you know, I've brought it up to him, and he has not changed his mind at all. So I. Don't know if I should or how to bring up the idea of him reconsidering marriage.
1: Okay, so let's let's pretend I'm him. Let's do a rehearsal talk. So, um, <laughs> uh-oh, I want to hear it. So I'm going to say, "Honey, why why did you suddenly change your mind about it?"
2: <sighs> uh, I think the idea of it is really romantic. Man, that's this is hard, Simon, just to say it out loud because it sort of seems like all the things that we already have is the well, commitment.
1: So that's why I'm, I'm making you work hard because you got to find the right arguments and then I'm going to help you. So another question he's going to ask you is, how long have you been thinking about it?
2: Um, Sort of realistically for about a year now.
1: And is there any reason a year ago you start thinking about we should get married?
2: Maybe it's because I guess it was our 10-year, and I was like, maybe we should be. Ugh, mm-hmm. I think I'm letting the pressure of the outside get to me. But I just feel like it would be nice to sort of have like a milestone on celebrating.
1: Yeah, I like the word milestone, and that that is a good word. I mean... Listen, I think you can totally suggest it. He's going to ask you the questions I ask you. So you should work on your answers, you know, a piece of paper before you have the conversation and base your answers on how you feel in your heart, that it would solidify what you have, that it would be like uh, almost like a diploma of love after you go to college <laughs> to give you, you know, graduation after you've been together for 11 years. I guess you can get married safely. So... Let him maybe react a little bit, you know, awkwardly and and defensive at the beginning and just work the dude of a time.
2: A diploma of love. I like that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sheila. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. and, And I hope that you get what you want.
2: Thank you, Simon.
1: Do you think it's okay once you agreed at the beginning of the relationship to some principles to change your mind about it in the middle of the relationship? Let's talk about that next. Do you think it's okay in the middle of the relationship or a marriage or any long, long committed relationship to change your mind about something important? Just like my last caller, Sheila, she said, you know, I want to get married, even though we agreed 11 years ago not to get married. And the same thing with people who said, you know, at the beginning, it's okay, we're not going to have kids. And guess what? 10 years later, they changed their mind. They said, I would like to have kids. So here's my take on this. I think it's always okay to change your mind because it's always okay to be honest and we have to take for granted that what we believe on day one may not be what we believe on day 3000 10 years later it's just the nature of who we are but then we have to agree to that if we change our minds there's consequences and i'm going to give you an example personal example to illustrate what I just meant. So stay with me. My story is coming up next. Have you ever changed your mind about something important in the middle of a relationship or even in the middle of your marriage? So I was not married, but I was in a wonderful relationship back in France with this lovely American woman. and We are together about for three years and she told me she was totally cool by the idea of living in France and being away from her family and, and we're exclusive and think we're going really well. Until one day... Guess what? She didn't want to be in France anymore. She missed the family too much. And she said, I love you, but I just don't want to live here anymore. I want to go back home. And we broke up. At first, I was mad at her, for sure. How can you change your mind? You agree at the beginning you were okay loving Paris. People change. We can't hold it against each other. And yes, we may break up. Yes, we may separate. Yes, we may divorce. But it's better to be honest with yourself and with your partner than live inside a lie. At least that's what I believe in. You call the new questions are next on new relationships, 855 905 8255. Any questions for me? 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Carolina. What's going on?
3: Bonjour, Simon. Um, I'm in a relationship, I'm, I'm actually engaged. And, oh, congratulations. Um, Thank you, um, but I'm not in love with my fiance anymore. I, I do love him; we're great oh. friends, but I'm just not in love. And I keep pushing the 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 wedding back because I don't want to get married. And I just mm-hmm. I want to get out, but I don't know how to end it and still make sure that he's okay.
1: I see. How long you've been together, Toro? Total? total six years. And in the last six years, there was no cheating or anything like that, right?
3: No, he's such a great guy. He just, his mom died about four years ago, and he just, you know, he just went into a really bad depression, and it's just really changed how our relationship is, you know?
1: So let's do this little exercise. Uh, I'm going to pretend I'm him, and I would like you to try to tell me that you're breaking up with me.
3: Okay, I'll try it.
1: Okay, so I'll say, Honey, what's going on? What's wrong?
3: Babe, I just... I don't think it's working out. I really really think we need counseling or, you know, I want you to get
1: better. Get better? What do you mean get better? I'm only better if you're with me.
3: Well, honey, you know, since your mom passed, you know, you've really been letting yourself go. Uh, You know, we don't talk as much. We don't go out as much. Um, You know, you've gained a lot of weight. And and I try, you know, I say, hey, babe, do you want to go to the gym? And you say no. Or I say, hey, you know, do you want to try to go to counseling? And you say no. And it's just really, really hard. It's so hard for me.
1: And it's wait, wait a really minute. I, I got to Are you saying you don't love me anymore?
3: I love you so much. I'm just not in love with
1: you. Okay. So he, here's, I think, a couple of things you have to change when you're going to redo this scene for real. Okay. Don't talk about the mom. Don't talk about the weight. Don't talk about anything that can make him down. Just say the truth. Listen, I'm not in love with you anymore, and we're gonna get a separation. And you say it without touching any of his weaknesses. Don't okay. alleviate your guilt with his weaknesses, because all you're trying to do is try to make yourself, you know, feel not so like a bad person. But let me tell you this: breaking up with somebody is, doesn't make you a bad person. It's an honest thing to do if you're not in love with somebody. So I want you to go to that conversation being adult, free of guilt, understanding that lying to a person is wrong, and we don't love somebody, it's okay to say it's over.
3: Thank you so much, Simon. I can I can do this.
1: I know you can. Good luck to you. Liberation from lies thank, is good for both you of you. So thank you so much. Uh, good luck to you and have a good night.
0: Good night.
1: But now a question for you. How would you want to be broken up with? That's next. So this is a question that is difficult for all of us. How would you want to be broken up with by your partner? Think about a situation where you've been together for a couple years, or many years, married or together like exclusive, and your partner falls out of love for you. How would you want that to be told to you? So here's my take. I've learned not to sugarcoat things anymore. When you are honest but respectful, when you don't play an act, when you don't project to to have some pity or have some guilt away from you, but you assume your decision and you you want to really, for both of us, liberate us from living in a lie, it may be shocking at the beginning, but it's always like a, Surgical cut. It heals better. Now, I've experienced another way. And let me share with you that story of how I've learned this next on The Rendezvous. So, years ago, I fell in love with a woman and then fell out of love with that woman two years later. Nothing bad. No reason. It happens. Faded away. So, at the time... I didn't have the experience I have now, and I thought, oh, I feel really bad telling her that, so I'm going to do it very slowly, and try to say, you know, you can find a better man That means not working out, you need a better man, so you know, all that technique of, you know, you deserve better than me, but that's not the real message, and she picked up on it, she said, you're lying to me, Simon, you just try to alleviate your guilt, and she got really mad at me for trying to manipulate all the situation instead of being honest, and it took a long time for us to be friends after we broke up. And after that, I've learned a lesson. Tell the truth in a nice, honest way, but as is. No coating is needed. Anyway, I hope uh, that helps you too. And if you have any questions about your relationship, though, to make it work, 855-905-8255. You want to share a romantic story on the rendezvous? 855 905 8255. Mariana, bonjour.
0: Bonjour.
1: Bonjour. You have a romantic story to share, and I want to hear it.
0: Okay. So, basically, um, my husband and I were trying to to have a baby for a long time, and I ended up going to this psychic, which sounds a little crazy, but um, she told me that a few months prior, that I was going to be going on a trip, and my grandmother was going to be present in spirit, and it was going to be a very important trip. And I didn't have anything planned. We didn't. My husband didn't have anything planned, and spontaneously, he he surprised me with this beautiful trip to Turks and Caicos. And mm-hmm. um, we got off the airplane, and we had to go on this beautiful boat to get to our hotel. Mm-hmm. And right when we got on the boat, there was this huge yacht in the water that said my grandmother's full name on it. And Wow. Yeah, it was amazing.
3: <laughs> wow. So
0: I took that as like a, a really good sign that she was kind of there looking out for us. And we were a little bummed because we hadn't gotten pregnant and it was a mm. little bit stressful. We ended up having a beautiful trip. And um, at the very last day of our trip, we decided to go to the beach one last time to go just be by the water. Uh And we were the only two people on the beach and it started downpouring and it poured for about five minutes. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, a double rainbow appeared in front of us. And it was so moving. We were both crying. And my husband, is he's kind of like a tough guy. And that night, I think, is when uh, we ended up conceiving our baby, and oh, wow. I found out three weeks later that we um, were pregnant. And now I'm giving birth in four weeks.
1: <laughs> wow! Congratulations! I mean, that what a positive story that is.
0: Right? Isn't it so beautiful and, it, and magical? Really
1: magical and there there is nights like this in life. There is, you know, all of us dream of nights like this, but then it happens and we keep the faith. Yeah,
0: you have to. You always you ha- have
1: to. Always have to. Mariana, thank you so much for sharing. Congratulations to you and, 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 and to you, husband and, and future baby.
0: Thank you so much,
1: Simon. You're most welcome. Have a good night. So I just got an urgent DM because someone found on their partner's phone a shady message, to say the least. You'll understand that's coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't dial in right now, remember just send it to me like an urgent DM at Rendezvous Radio and I'll get to it ASAP. Trisha, what's going on with Alexandra and her boyfriend?
0: Alexandra says Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Alexandra.
0: My boyfriend is asleep and he just got a text on his phone from Papa John's that said, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Mm. Papa John's is a pizza place that he orders Mm -hmm. from pretty often. So I'm confused as to why he would be getting a I can't wait to see you text from them. Mm -hmm. I'm confused and I'm wondering if he saved some girl under that name so that I wouldn't know she was contacting him. But I don't have any proof. Should I wake him up and ask him about it or just call the number and find out myself?
1: Alexandra, that's a good question. What do you do when your partner receives a text from Papa Jones saying, I can't wait to see you tomorrow? I'll tell you what to do next. Stay with me. Say in the middle of the night, you see on your partner's phone a message saying I can't wait to see you tomorrow from a pizza place so then Alexandra goes you know I'm confused I'm wondering if my boyfriend saved a girl's name under the pizza place and I don't have any proof so should I wake him up and she goes or ask him tomorrow and what's going on Alexandra here's what I would do I would wait tomorrow morning and when he wakes up you say that you notice this text from the pizza place, so you'd say, listen, my intuition doesn't feel right about this, and so let's open your message so I can read the communication between you and that pizza place person. If I'm wrong, I'll apologize and never ask again, but it's the only way that my intuition will be at peace. And if he says yes, you know you're in good hands, and if he says no, I don't want to show you anything, then Houston, we have a problem, and then you call me back. But hopefully, he will show you everything, and there's nothing there. But you've got to know the truth. You call the next, 855-905-8255. There's something in your relationship that you're not sure of? Call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Carrie. What's going on?
4: Bonjour, Simon. Well, um, I'm giving you a call because I'm dealing with, um, you know, kind of this issue with my uh, fiancé. Um, he's... He's very, very jealous all the time for, like, no reason. He finds reasons to be jealous. He thinks I'm looking at every guy, and it just gets out of control, and we seem to always argue about it, and it's just, it's training, you know, and um, he tells me that his jealousy is like an expression of his love, and I, you know, I I guess I'm looking for your input, um, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. this is is this an expression of love.
1: Um, before I answer the question, tell me other situations where he's expressing his jealousy.
4: I mean, it could be anywhere. I could be on Facebook and just kind of chit-chatting with somebody, and I could be even just you know one of my girlfriends, and she's talking about her boyfriend, and I could be giving her, you know, friendly advice about something, and then he just turns it around and makes it out like I'm you know acting like I I like the guy or something. I mean, it just happens so much it's just overwhelming
1: for sure. Okay. The original question is, is jealousy an expression of love in your intuition? Would you say yes or would you say no?
4: I don't know. I feel, I feel like he's, you know, like usually what happens, I mean, at least from the way I feel like if he's being accusational to me, he's hiding something.
1: Oh, I see. Like a projection. He's projecting on you his insecurity or his own um, shenanigans.
4: Yeah, like he's like he'd have a guilty conscience
1: almost. Possibly. I'm not sure. But I know one thing. Jealousy is not the expression of love. It's the expression of hate. And you must tell him that. Because nothing good comes out of jealousy. People get hurt. People get abused. People get stressed out. Or worse, in the name of, I own you. You've got to tell your husband, jealousy is an expression of hate. Why do you hate me so much? And he says, I love you. He said, no, you persecute me all the time. It's stressing me out. So ask yourself, why do you want to attack me so much? Why?
4: It feels like control almost, you
1: know? It is. It is a controlling, hateful way to hurt somebody's feelings all in the name of I care for you. But don't fall into the trap. Jealousy is not the expression of love or tenderness. It's hate and hurt. When you feel love, you feel good. You're right. Uh-huh. So I think it's the time to have a great conversation. And now you know what to say. Don't accept the unacceptable, please. Thank you so much. You're most welcome and have a good night. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. I mean it. I mean, I'm excited during the day. I'm thinking about it at lunch. In the afternoon, we talk with my producers. We review your emails and also your message on my social media. And before I go, by the way, I want to answer that last question. I forgot to do that. Somebody said, what's on your website? And where is it? So it's called therendezvousshow.com. And it really links to all our social media pages where you can follow us, find more content. For instance... All my podcast episodes, La like Confession, they're on it. All the episodes of my TV series, In Bed with Simon on FY, it's on it. All the polls on relationships, love for you to vote on, on it. TheRendezVousShow.com There is even behind the scenes and photos, video of what really happens here in the studio, outside the studio with me and my team. So, when you miss me, when you miss The RendezVous during the day before the night show, just go to derendezvousshow.com 24 7. Thank you so much again for listening. Bonne nuit et merci.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.